Hello, and welcome to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. I was going to ask you guys uh, what the statute of limitations is on our discussions in this show. You mean when do we have to let an issue lie? Yeah. Never. Well, the reason was because I was, I, I've been listening through back episodes. Why? Yeah. Looking for, for clues about the church specifically. Uh. Like if there, if there have been any that we, any cases that we've missed, any that need uh, re-examining, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and I've also egotistically been laughing at all of the great jokes that we make <laughs> because <laughs> this show is I think pretty good. Like it, it made me laugh. Still, I don't. I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> you also laugh at food fight, though. So yeah, that's fair. My my recommendation, uh, grain of salt, might not hold a lot of weight. <laughs> that being said, uh, I while listening to these episodes, I kept thinking of other points that I wanted to make. Like, hey, why didn't I bring this up at the time? So I wanted to ask what the statute of limitations is. But apparently it's about 15 minutes because I've already forgotten those points. <laughs> 15 minutes from now? From whenever I think of them. Ah. My uh, well, I mean, specifically. I mean, it's it's an open case. Any In the pursuit of truth, mm-hmm. anything can be revisited given new... I'll, I'll say this. Um, the issues do have double jeopardy. <laughs> or like, can, like they're not... Right. Like they're not... One, like once resolved, you can't relitigate sure. the same case without new evidence. Right. So, but as long as you have something, it can be reopened. That's fair. I don't. You don't. <laughs> you just want to. I know. did. You just want to know the ground rules. I did, but they're gone. They're very gone. Okay. Because I was just now sitting here trying to think. What was I thinking about earlier? Because it was. I thought a pretty good point, but apparently not. <laughs> what was it related this to? Is, this is twice that it has passed by. Can you can you tell tell us the area? I think it had to concern? do with Mermaid Christmas. I don't know if either of you remember Mermaid uh, Christmas. I general like vaguely remember Mermaid Christmas. We I, invented it in March. I can't say I remember the details. Yeah. Uh, we we were just discussing uh, Saint Nick and what kind of mer mer person he would be. Yeah. And and the the festivities surrounding Mermaid Christmas. Yeah, and your question was uh, gone. Okay, that's the problem. I was hoping that prompting you would bring it to mind. Uh, not immediately, which makes me think that it actually isn't worth the time being devoted well, to it. If it comes to you, then I'll just spring it on you. Yeah, then let us know. I'm gonna hijack our chat on Facebook. Uh-huh. Every time I come up with something new. And I'm not going to give you the context. I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, it provides a record. Yes, this is true. You did send us something. A much-needed record. That is true. I did send something. So there is, It is worth examining. There is something on the docket for today. I, I did not read this because... Did you read the headline? I 
I did read the I know the subject matter because it's 2017 and that's good enough. Yeah, that's the way the media is now. Carmen, are you caught up on the headline? No, not at all. I've been otherwise occupied for the past two weeks. Uh, very quickly, we'll we'll lay this on you and get your opinion. Okay. Evidently, uh, praying mantises are devouring bird brains worldwide. What now? How do they get in? They are car- they are carving their way into bird skulls and eating the brains while the bird is still alive. How long is the bird alive after this? Uh, I don't think it's alive afterwards. I think it just dies in the process. Ah, uh, at some point the trauma. Yeah. Are there little like little pincer arms that strong, or do they go in with the mouth? Uh, it's also been. Uh, typically hummingbirds so i don't know if they have super hard they just have like fragile little skulls probably they're susceptible to praying mantis attack is this this is a new thing that's happening i don't know if it's new i just know that it's being documented now okay as as a worldwide occurrence and not like not a specific location if it's happening now then i hope i hope it has always been that way because i don't like patterns in nature changing uh-huh because that seems <laughs> it's that, concerning it always seems like a bad thing when scientists are like hey these animals are doing something different now like it just it 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 never spells um like it never makes for a good time ahead mm-hmm. it's always bad we probably didn't do it excuse me we as humans probably didn't do it didn't do whatever this change in animal behavior is oh, we might have caused it no it's not us indirectly we're just watching were, but it is it is a generally concerning thing. So I guess I guess let's assume that they're just like that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I'm curious as to what you guys thought uh, thought about it in regards to <laughs> the fictional verse that we oh. are that we are developing or, do- or observing. I guess. Well, Magatine had like a lot of insects in mm-hmm. her army, right? If I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure, because we were flabbergasted that the insects were defeating the lizards and things. Right. Um, because typically, that'd be the other way around. I don't think mantises were partic- were mentioned specifically, but I think there are a lot of instances of fairies and bugs being kind of... I going to say, mantis, mantises, man, man, mantisi, manti, are kind of fae-like things in themselves, aren't they? Like, they're small, they're weird-looking. Their appearance. They're troublesome. Are they the hit squad? For the fae? Yeah. The fae folk? Yeah. Um, Would you call that a hit? Or are they shock troops? Yeah, it's not... <laughs> it's not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't seem like... I mean, I would not hire a hitman, period... Let's get that on the record. I yeah. would not hire a hitman. <laughs> I fight my own battles. Sure. But if I were going to, I would not hire one to drink the target's brain out through a straw. While scientists watch. Like, let's, yeah, like, like one shot, one kill. Yeah. Widowmaker, Overwatch, get the job done, <laughs> and then grapple out of there. Yeah. Sight unseen. Sight unseen. What, what do... What do the mafias call them? Call are they just goons? Call hitmen? Yeah, 
Because um, sometimes those are those are meant to be messages, right? Oh, well, that's, yeah, I guess that's a different thing. If the mafia really wants to send a message, I guess they could eat your brain <laughs> as well. I don't remember... I don't remember that scene from The Godfather. They could eat someone's brain in front of you. That but sends a stronger message. Maybe, maybe if there had been a Godfather four and they like really had to start reaching for ideas, there would have been a a, a brain eating sequence. Brando rallied hard for it. He wanted it. He wanted that scene. He wanted it, and Pacino was like, "I don't know about this." And Robert Duvall, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're we're shifting genre at this point. Yeah, this is becoming. This is a very Indiana Jones-esque thing that's not... Although, Brando was known for his catchphrase, Kali Ma. <laughs> although, set. God, Godfather mixed with Indiana Jones, what do you get? Crossovers are cool. They're never about, not cool. I don't know about like a pure crossover, though that could be good too. I mean, like... Like those two flavors mm. of movie, if you if you blend those together, yeah, what comes out the other end? Like what kind of movie? Very serious, dramatic crime drama. I think you it's get National drama? Treasure. Do you? Yeah, that can't be. <laughs> that can't be. You'll have to true. check my math. I guess <laughs> that can't be true. I think. I think. I think that's like a two to one. Da Vinci Code. But I want a good movie to come out. <laughs> and you're talking about bad movies. Uh-huh. National Treasure's iffy. Da Vinci Code is not a good movie. Haven't seen it. It's Can't not a it. it's not a good movie. I'll take your word. Is it just John Grisham? The book is irritating. The book is irritating? I I will say that. Okay. It is it is a group of adults uh like going toe to toe against puzzles that should not phase a fifth grader. And being very stumped by them in some in some cases, like like sometimes it it should be very cut and dry, and it's not. I appreciate that they're going toe to toe though, and and that, Dan that Brown, implies that they are on like equal footing. Dan Brown does not know how to use pronouns to save his life. Small small critique. It could just be your your uh, your arbitrary example. But I, I want to see if we can sort of crowbar Jeff Foxworthy into this equation somehow. <laughs> into, into this. Um, so Godfather plus Indiana Jones. I, I'm past Godfather. Okay. I'm saying Da Vinci you Code. You want Da Vinci Code plus Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Can we turn it into a game show? I mean, he's a good. Uh, isn't that just. Um, nope, sure isn't. That's going to be a bad point. Yeah, that's a game show. Like these these two these two wily, what even are they in the book? What are you talking? Who about? is the who is the antagonist in that book? Because I've not read it. The antagonist? Yeah. Oh gosh, it's been a long time. There. What are the factions that we're dealing with? There's like the Illuminati. Okay. Or whatever. That's a big one. I think. Oh my gosh, I I remember the grammar mistakes. Yeah. Don't remember like large chunks of the plot who is our hero what is tom tom hanks yeah he is he is what am he he is you know what i'm gonna get a blurb on this because i don't i don't know how how clearly i can communicate the plot (laughs) of the da vinci code um he is robert i want to say robert langdon is he a professor 
a murder in Paris's Louvre Museum, and cryptic clues in some of Leonardo da Vinci's most famous paintings lead to the discovery of a religious mystery. For 2,000 years, a secret society, Illuminati, mm-hmm. closely guards information that, should it come to light, could rock the very foundations of Christianity. So, Robert Langdon, Tom Hanks, is a professor of... Dr. Jones. Of whatever. Sans whip. He's just a professor of garbage. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna assume that we don't learn what those implications are, of what that would ones? rock Christianity to its core. Uh, a bunch of stuff that they misconstrue. Gotcha. Um, so professor versus the Illuminati versus a fifth grader who can solve these puzzles. That's the show. I that want. is that is a good game show. Illuminati versus professor versus fifth grader. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm worried about the Illuminati part. I'm worried about contacting them and getting them to appear on a reality show. Well, maybe we dumb it down. So, like, we it get doesn't, some smaller groups first. It doesn't have to be the Illuminati, yeah. but some kind of like, if there are any Freemasons wandering around, we apparently get some the of Knights them. Templar are easy to contact. Yeah, like the Knights of the Order of Malta, which <laughs> I think are still around. Anybody like that? Mm-hmm. The Queen, just the Queen, the Queen, get her in on like it. different members of royalty. Do you remember, do you remember, uh, was it like win Ben Stein's money or something? What? Do you remember Ben Stein's game show? No. Do you? I certainly no, don't. No, I have familiar. no idea. No. He had a game show where you had to win his money from him. It was like a trivia show. Yeah. Can we do that with the Queen of England? That'd be good. Win I, the crown jewels. I was, here, let me, let me pitch this spin. Sure. Professor... I could take or leave. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, adjunct, one of the leading intelligence agencies in the world. So sure. it could be like one of our own FBI, CIA, mm-hmm. NSA, Mossad. You know any any of the others out there for the that for the purpose of for. the fiction? Can we just call it the LIA? That's fine. The leading intelligence agency. That's fine, but like whatever whatever group it is from whatever country, like we get them and it's them versus a fifth grader <laughs> for solving puzzles. Maybe the there's full a full force. Maybe there's a the yeah, agency. like like you get me like a six-man crack team of Mossad agents and we're going to put them up against a fifth. It's like that show are you smarter than a f- it's exactly it like exactly that, that show except it's intelligence operatives. Right. Instead of solving matchstick puzzles, instead of randos, they pull off the street. <laughs> yeah, like can you can you build this tower out of matchsticks? How quickly can these jerks get this chicken across this river <laughs> with a wolf on the raft? Yeah, word searches, <laughs> stuff like that. Junior jumble. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you if you want to attune some of these puzzles to um. To the intelligence agency level like we have we have a couple like fifth grader level logic puzzles and then we get you know like mm-hmm. hey this is a this is a code in russian yeah you have 30 minutes to figure it out like and just we, randomize the difficulty and we see like, yeah and we see like what's this fifth grader got right M- what i appreciate most is that 
regard like win or lose the the agency has the support of its other members yeah. to like bolster themselves yeah it fifth is grader is on their own it is a multi-person team <laughs> no moral support <laughs> no guidance yeah fifth grader is jason Bourne. <laughs> yes i hope <laughs> yeah that that is the hope or to discover the next jason Bourne. or that fifth grader is just gonna get killed out there <laughs> And I don't know if that that might make the show a little more boring, but it's people like a close match. Yeah. Whatever happens, like you want some excitement. Well, people like drama. People like drama. That's easy enough to gin up. And I don't know how much drama there is in um <laughs> in one side winning a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Although Boston Legal did it for five seasons, and that's still a good show. I was gonna bring up the example of that dumbass food truck show that we watched. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the one season of. The game rules for there that were just that. so broken. So maybe maybe we keep that format, but mm-hmm. the last uh the last challenge eradicates the results of all others and it is a total toss up at yeah. the end. I'm on board. Definitely. That show still upsets me. The I food I, I, I kinda wanna it's called the Great Food Truck Race. Probably. Something like that. Something like that. If you Google that you'll find it. I, I kinda wanna see if they change it in the second season. Like, I don't know that I want to watch the second season, but I just want to know if they learned from their terrible mistake or if they're sticking to it. I can't imagine that producers could watch it and go, worked perfectly. But then again, there's a lot of dumb shit on TV. So maybe, I yeah, don't know. There's a lot of dumb shit on TV. That's true. But there is there was a team that won every episode except the last one. When it mattered, and then yeah, and then did not win because there, like, there is no rollover, there's no carryover. <laughs> they got like twelve <laughs> vacations, winning, but did not win the grand prize. Well, yeah, like, like winning every single, like, literally every <laughs> round, except the last one, gave them zero advantage. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you could, you could do, like, you could, you could nap on that show. Mm-hmm. You could nap through like the first six weeks, and then just get on your grind in the last episode and win. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Just coast, baby. Like, it doesn't matter. Just, do, well, you have to not get eliminated, right. I guess. That's what I mean. Coast. Ah, you got to okay. save up your stamina. Yeah. You just got to be in the middle. Yeah. That's. You don't got to be faster than the bear. That's what people on a cutthroat kitchen don't get. It's true. You do There's not no have to. You do not have to be the best except in the last round. Right. You have to be not the worst. Those first couple rounds, you are, you should be on recon mode. <laughs> Yeah, you, you should need to figure out the weaknesses of everyone else around you. Yes. You should do like hope somebody's done like an analysis of the game theory on that show. <laughs> That'd make for some some interesting scenarios. Wonder if anybody's like worked it out and then gone like on the chess. show. Yeah. Like there are <laughs> there are a lot of those scenarios I bet I bet would come down to just like like pretty concrete math. A lot of food industry jobs are being automated. Yeah. I want to see the first AI contestant <laughs> that would be, on a food show. That would be very good. That'd be very good. Computers are slowly getting better at us. At, <laughs> at us? At Yeah, like just at everything that we do. Yeah. Except for kind of a, a small handful of things. They are catching up. Um, yeah, I think... I would watch an AI game show. That'd be really good. But like a pure trivia thing does not. That that's no good. Right. It would basically be a robotics competition. 
That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like take BattleBots, but apply it to something else. <laughs> Next to <food> Network Star. <laughs> to, to cook. Yeah. I mean, it's basic. What's the uh, the Undertale robot? Yeah. Is it Metatron? Yeah. Metaton. Metaton. Yeah. So you were saying about Godfather and Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes. Um, you get like crime family, like mm-hmm. serious drama about a crime family. Yeah versus one hero cop one like adventuring death-defying hero cop who takes them down it's it's the corleones versus indiana jones that's the movie so they their their interaction is that they're against each other for i guess for i guess monetary gain at least on the one side i guess like modern modern day indiana jones indy wants to put it in a museum Yes. They want to liquidize it. <laughs> yes. They want, they are smuggling artifacts from around the world to fuel their, like, their crime family, right? Yeah. Like, they have to make money somehow. Protection racket is not really a thing anymore. It's the modern world. Yeah. What do you do? You do what Hobby Lobby does. You buy, you smuggle in artifacts from Iraq and you fund ISIS that way. <laughs> That's a real thing. Look that up. Um, and Indiana Jones goes, no. C- no C- CEO of Godfather Corp you you cannot buy up secret ISIS artifacts from the Middle East those belong in a museum and he goes in there and he rampages through the Hobby Lobby and he gets them back Hobby Lobby's in this movie now yeah sponsored happily ever after Tra-la-dee-dee-ha-dee-ho, da-ha-dee-dee-ha-dee-ho Tra-la-dee-dee-ha-dee-ho, she'll live happily ever after